Hey there, welcome back to Being Human is Weird. Today is our one year celebration episode. Carrie and I have been at it for a year already. I can't believe that. (laughs) And you've been at it with us listening for a year. So thank you. Thank you for that. (laughs) What a year it's been. (laughs) So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. Updates on routines and what the last year has looked like for us, what our experience has been. And then we'll look back on what we've been grateful for, maybe some challenges that we faced, and ask you, the audience, to do the same. So Carrie, in our last episodes with an S, we talked about morning and evening routines, what we were doing currently, which was not great, and what we wanted to start doing or what we saw for ourselves. So give us an update on yours. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Samesies. So I was doing really well with the morning routine. Pat's myself on the back. And then I got a new job. Big life change that just throws a wrench in all of your good intentions. So if you've experienced this, listeners, I am right there with you. But I was getting light first thing in the morning, whether I was taking Oski out for the walk that we discussed or something I started trying when either the weather wasn't good or I just wasn't feeling a walk in the morning. I started doing Tai Chi in the morning, which was so nice. And if you haven't tried that before, there's lots of free resources on YouTube. That's what I've just followed. And it's confusing at first, but super fun. Evening routine. Goodness. Epic opportunities for improvement, meaning (laughs) fails. (laughs) Yeah, epic opportunities for improvement. We don't fail here. So that's where I am with routines. At this moment, completely starting over with my morning routine and trying to get that evening routine established with this new job. What didn't go well that it's been called an epic What did you say? An epic opportunity for improvement. (laughs) What barriers did you experience? Was it because of your new job? No. Okay. (laughs) I wish I could blame that. The holiday, Mm, Thanksgiving, and immediately following that, I was ill. I think those were the primary culprits. But even before that, if I'm being fully honest with myself, I just wasn't prioritizing it. Before that, I didn't have a job. So I was like, it doesn't really matter if I wind down or not. So I do really fully believe that I have a great opportunity here now that I'm having a more scheduled routine with at least a part-time job that it'll fall into place. I'm I'm hopeful and I'm confident in myself. Because the last time you had a solid routine was when you had that structure throughout the day, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. So that's the common denom. Uh, same. You know, to be honest, something I am happy that I've been doing is being more flexible with what the morning should look like. But I have been good about getting some sort of movement in before work. And there hasn't been stress surrounding, oh my gosh, I didn't go to the gym today. I'm an epic opportunity for improvement. You're... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Things like that. So that's actually been going pretty well. And I noticed that the improvement started or it was easier to get up in the morning when I started prioritizing sleep a little bit. So I don't necessarily have a routine, but I've been more disciplined, I guess, about getting in bed sooner. And it sounds like you letting go 
of that structure and being more flexible with yourself is supporting you, not just with your routines, but also mentally. When I have that structure, I feel the pressure to do things. So there was never any point where I was just trusting myself or trusting that I would do something. It was, I have to, you called this out. And that's, I think what made me think of it. I have to have a checklist. But when I had that checklist for morning and evening, which are times of the day where it should be enjoyable, it was making it a, I have to read, I have to exercise, I have to drink water, I have to, and now I'm doing those things on my own without following that. So it just feels like, oh, yay, I get to get up in the morning and have a nice little time to myself. It feels good to have something become intuitive versus mm-hmm. that checklist, like you said. Feeling motivated because it's only been a, two weeks, but uh, we'll see what happens when the snow comes and I don't feel motivated anymore, which is probably right around the corner, judging on how <laughs> I've handled things in the past. <laughs> well, I believe in you and we can always come back and figure out the next step in our routines yeah. together. If we Routine do. episode 74 coming <laughs> June 2024. So thinking about routine episode 74 it's so cool that we've been doing this for a year so last december 7th was our very first episode this year went by so slowly and so quickly at the same time while things were happening it was like oh my gosh this is taking forever this was the longest week ever and now i'm like damn the weirdest year of my life was is gone already. <laughs> yes, let's talk about that. How I can remember both of us last December, but I'd love to hear from your perspective first, how your life has changed and evolved over the past 12 months. Yeah, it's been... Yeah. <laughs> yes! I wish everybody could see your face. I do not want to answer this question. <laughs> I'm glad that you said changed and evolved and not like, what were some barriers that you had to overcome? Because guys, we'd be here a long time. No, um, oh gosh. The beginning of last year was bizarre to Mm -hmm. to say the least. So it was like break up, moving home, still no job, started those certification programs, trying to find a job. Then all of a sudden, cutie coach boy came into my life. So then I quickly became obsessed with him while still trying to heal mentally and emotionally while having no job. I mean, it was a really weird place. And I was saying this to you the other day, the only constant was the podcast. Like I knew I was meeting you two or three days a week and we were doing this. Otherwise, it was just chaos without anything major really happening. I agree. I was definitely in survival, not thrival mode as well. (laughs) Yeah, because I was also out of work. We had both been laid off. Muggsy, my old man dog, died the day after Christmas. Just the grief of that, the grief of losing work, not knowing what was ahead, and knowing I had this Europe trip coming up. So finding work that supported the fact that I was going to leave that work Mm -hmm. for three months and knowing I was moving from Oklahoma City before that trip. Like there's been a lot of change over the past year. And I think we should pause and congratulate ourselves, not just for surviving it, but for being in a far better place. We've both opened up our lives in a whole new way 
to our listeners that has made it easier to be authentic within our real life. I agree. And I guess I didn't think about that, but while you were talking, I was listening, but also thinking about (laughs) some of the feedback that I've gotten from people that I don't really even know. You know, like I saw them at a bar once in a while when I was in college up here, home for Christmas sort of thing. And it was about being relatable, the ups and downs, because while I would love to think we're out here being the only people who were in survival and not thrival mode, literally everybody experiences that in a different Mm way. I'm decently open with like five people that I know well. So to have this platform to be broadcasting everything about our lives has made it much easier. There's been a lot of growth that has happened that goes unnoticed. And it's worth reflecting back and noticing that growth. For those of you listening, if you haven't done that, I am planning the following episode after this week. We will be doing that. I will be guiding you through just a mindfulness practice of reflecting over the last year, because this is so important to acknowledge how far you have evolved and where you started the year and where you're finishing the year. And then Abby later in the month is going to guide us on how to end 2024, even stronger than we're ending 2023. So we can keep growing together. Absolutely. I'm so grateful for you, of course, every day, always. And for this podcast for granting me that space. And I notice as I'm starting this new job as a health coach with another digital health company, that I'm already starting off more confident and just more self-assured than I have started off jobs previously. It usually takes me a little while to like, here's my full personality. Here's actually my skills. And I'm just diving right in and saying, yep, this is me. This is what I have to offer. And this is what I'm hoping to learn more about. Those are my gratitudes. What about you? What are you grateful for, Abby? I think kind of a similar thing. I And I've always been pretty well a what you see is what you get type of person, but never with here are my actual skills, here are my actual accomplishments, because it felt uncomfortable and braggy. But now knowing that people, especially employers, want that information or can leverage that information, I found that I've started doing that. Like I know my purpose or I'm learning my purpose in my family, in my friend group, at work. I'm the one who this. And while I wish I was somebody who was more analytical or more organized or had better time management skills, was on time to anything ever, and I'm learning to be okay with that because I know that I possess skills that others maybe don't or aren't as strong in. So I've been working to combine it with them. And that's something that was new for me this year was being okay with what I'm not, but being happy with what I am. I'm comparing myself less to people, spending less time on negativity, less time with negative people. So there's been a lot of growth that came from or changes that I'm grateful for that came from all the shit that happened (laughs) since we lost our jobs. And obviously I'm very grateful for you because I would die without you. <laughs> I do not think I would be, I don't know where I would be, it would not be pretty. As you were talking, I was like, yeah, that is such a huge accomplishment. You should be proud of that. And then I was thinking, oh damn, I agree with you. 
Absolutely. That's where I am too. And you just made me realize that the comparison factor has really dwindled for me. And that's been a sore spot in my life. I mean, since I was recognizing that I'm a different person than other people. (laughs) That's great. Good for us. Yeah. Are we bad bitches or what? (laughs) The next question I was going to ask is what you're proud of or what you've accomplished. And I think we already covered that. You know, we, we are badasses. And I'm so proud of both of us. I know. Why? It feels a little bit weird to say. I don't think I've ever said that about myself. Yeah. Other than the deaths in my family, which I am choosing to pretend have not happened, so I'm not even going to talk about them, a lot of things have changed, and they've all been minor, you know, like moving, being unemployed, finding a job, new boyfriend, that kind of thing. But if you experience <laughs> You say that those are minor, those major life changes. There were just so many for both of us and for a lot of other people that I know, so many. And it's so easy to just discount those things or wake up and be like, why do I feel stressed today? Why do Mm -hmm. I feel sad today? I shouldn't feel this way. I did that a lot. And so this is another thing that I'm proud of and maybe you can relate to this. I don't really do that anymore. It's like a, I don't feel happy today or I do feel stressed today. How can I make myself feel better versus I have nothing to be stressed about. But really shitty things happen and a lot of, your body doesn't know the difference. Mm -hmm. I love that you pointed that out. It's acceptance for whatever is coming up Mm -hmm. rather than arguing with what's coming up and saying, well, why do you feel that way? You shouldn't. Too bad. I do. I do. I'm accepting it. So what can I do from this moment forward now that I've Mm -hmm. accepted it. This beginning of the year, end of last year was a struggle. Just it was Mm -hmm. for Abby and I, and maybe for a lot of you out there as we were coming off of COVID and re-entering society, it was hard to know how to be in the world for the last few years. And I think 2023 was our first big, okay, I guess we're back to normal, whatever that means. And something that Abby and I were talking about leading into this episode and that we'd like to remind all of you is when you're in that struggle and overwhelm, it gets easier. And it's so hard to remember that. Mm -hmm. I am in week one of training in a new job and it feels like a lot. And I feel good that I am reminding myself every day, yep, this is the way it is when you start something new. In six months, I'm going to be like, this is a breeze. I can't believe I ever stressed over these little things. So if you're in a struggle point right now, it gets easier. And if you're in a winning point right now, you'll get in a struggle point again and remember that it'll get easier. Mm -hmm. Just ride the waves. Everything is such a big deal when it's new and then it's not, and we don't give ourselves any credit for making it to the point where it's not a big deal anymore because some other shit comes in that's a big deal. So we discount everything else. I was just gonna say, being human is so weird. (laughs) I've heard that before. Yeah, I don't know, I have a t-shirt or something, I don't know. Hearing you say that also reminds me that the times that I tend to struggle or feel like I'm flailing the most are usually the times that I'm growing the most and that you're absolutely right. Once I've reached that stage of adjustment and being comfortable, it's not like I give myself credit for it. And it's worth noting that out loud because 
we all deserve to give ourselves credit for it, especially if nobody in your life is recognizing that you recognize that you be your biggest advocate and cheerleader. You're the one that knows what's happening inside Mm -hmm. and out day to day. We deserve to grow and we deserve to recognize when we've grown and are still growing, hopefully forever. Mm -hmm. You hit a point where you're like, okay, I'm automatically doing this. I'm automatically talking to myself this way. I'm automatically doing this in my routine, but you don't take that pause. It's okay. What's next? Instead Mm -hmm. of, okay, how can I take this to the next level? It'll be great to improve. It's okay. Well, I did this. So now what can I burden myself with as it relates to my health and wellness? (laughs) It should be (laughs) enjoyable. And I agree with you as well. Growing and learning and healing. Mm -hmm. I feel like healing is an umbrella term at this point for all the Instagram people, but that is so difficult. And when you cry the most and when you're the most stressed and when things feel the most out of control, And then it seriously is like one day you wake up and you're like, I don't even care about that person anymore. I don't give a shit about that situation. I didn't realize I wasn't comparing myself to anyone or anything until I said it out loud 10 minutes ago. I mean, you just don't, you don't think about it, I guess. Absolutely. And this is a magical part of this time of year. It's a good milepost within our life Mm -hmm. at the end of every year to say, wow, this is an opportunity to look back. Maybe your birthday is that for a lot of people as well. I don't want to discount that this time of year can be greatly challenging to many people. And we have all lost people and it can be a grievous time as well. But even within that grief or those struggles, it's worth looking back at where you were a year ago and everything that you have accomplished and what you are grateful for and what you're looking forward to for the upcoming year. So that's where we're at this December and on this one year anniversary of the podcast. So we hope that you continue to stick with us, not just through the December episodes, but long-term because we have no plans of going anywhere. We just want to keep growing with y'all. If you are with us and believing being human is weird, then like, subscribe, share, all of those things that the kids are doing. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to be sharing resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you. So slide right into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. And thank you so much for listening, weirdos. 